Welcome to the Sean Stevenson Show. I'm Sean Stevenson, your host and professional speaking guide. You have a message to share, and I can teach you how to get it to millions. The Sean Stevenson Show, the best resource for building a lucrative speaking business and a fulfilling life. Enjoy the show. Behind closed doors, speakers oftentimes get a lot of their paid work by doing things for free. That means most speakers think that they need to be out there getting paid for every single speech that they're doing. And if you can pull that, that's wonderful. And by all means, go for your paper, boo-boo. However, I've found that much of my business is actually derived from the free speeches that I do in my career. As we've referred to in previous podcasts, it's called showcasing. And if you can get in front of a crowd and put out your best material and have a huge group of people who are event planners or decision makers of bringing in speakers for their meetings, you have yourself an incredible opportunity to make money. Now, I've been doing showcasing for well over two decades now, and I've been speaking in organizations and events and conferences and waiving my fee for years if I know that there's a high probability that I'm going to get a lot of bookings out of the gig. So I'll give you an example. Last year, I took a speech that was in Switzerland. Yes, Switzerland, as in like freezing cold Switzerland in the winter. (laughs) And I took the gig because I knew there was going to be incredible people from all around the world traveling to this event. And I want you to know that not only did I want to speak at this event, I wanted to speak badly at this event. I hustled my butt off because this was one of my mentors, somebody that I had learned from since I was in college. His name is Robin Sharma. You might know him as the monk who sold his Ferrari or the leader with no title. He's come out with many international best-selling books in multiple different languages And Robin's amazing. Well, every year he holds an event, and I found that he was going to be doing this event in Switzerland, and I thought, I have to get to be a speaker at that event. So I hustled and got in front of Robin at a networking event that I uh, have been a member of for years, and I said, listen, Robin, I would love nothing more than to open up your event and really just do an incredible job and make sure that everybody is raving about what quality speakers you have. And so he took a chance on me. He said, now you got to understand, these are really big players. There will be some billionaires in the audience. We're going to have celebrity speakers. We've had Shaquille O'Neal and many other high-performance athletes and VIPs present at this event. Can you really close or open this event with power. And I said, absolutely. I chased down this event for quite some time until finally he gave me the green light. I flew with Mindy all the way to Switzerland 
And I got to say, it was a long trip. It took a lot out of me, but it was incredible. What happens when you speak at international events where people are coming in from all around the world is much of the event is magical before it even starts because everybody traveled a very long distance to get there. So the atmosphere is electric. I mean, one of the other speakers that I was sharing the stage with was Steve Wozniak, you know, like one of the co-founders of Apple. It was awesome. And when I got up on stage, I made sure to deliver my best material. And as I mentioned in the last episode, I practiced, I prepared, and I visualized the crowd. I had all of it mapped out in my head so that I could deliver one of my best keynotes ever. I left that speech. Well, by the way, Mindy is so glad that I dragged her to that speech. She didn't want to go to a cold climate in the winter where big babies that live in Arizona. Uh, But she went, and she was a trooper, but she was so glad she did. Not because she saw me knock it out of the park or because she got to network with some incredible people, although she had a good time with that, because she had the best cheeseburger of her life. Room service was amazing at this hotel. So anyway, I spoke at this event absolutely free. But now, fast forward, that was over a year ago. Why would I speak for free? Well, it was an incredible experience. I got to meet awesome people, but I've now earned over $57,000 worth of business just in one year from that gig alone. And every time you do an incredible showcase, People come up to you and they'll say, hey, how can we bring you into our event? Or what's your fee? Or what other services do you offer? And this is your opportunity to put your best foot forward, collect their contact information, and start the follow-up game. And that's exactly what I did. When I came back home, I got a call from somebody in the audience who said, I want to hire you as my speaker coach. And so they paid me a lot of money to spend a day with me. And then they had such a great experience that they hired me to do the same type of experience for one of their best friends. Then I got another call a few months later from somebody in Dubai saying, Hey, I heard you do this one-on-one breakthrough experience that's really deep therapy. I really could use that in my life. And he flew in from Dubai. Then I got another speech in Canada with a group of young adults. And then I got another speech in Florida with a group of franchisees owners, all of which stemmed from that one talk in Switzerland. Now, I could have gotten all snooty and said, oh, I don't speak for free. I would never do that. But instead, I knew I could leverage this audience and get more business. Now this one speech has delivered all that money and opportunity, but it's going to continue to deliver opportunities because each of those experiences that have paid me have opened me up to other groups, all of which would not have been possible had I not delivered this showcase absolutely free. See, when you are building your business, you have to know that there's going to be times that you're going to do some things for free. 
and don't beat yourself up. Sometimes it's important you do that a lot more in the beginning of your career. I remember my first out-of-state speech was in San Francisco. I was living in Chicago at the time, and I was thrilled because they said, we're going to fly you to San Francisco, we're going to pay for your travel, we're going to put you up, and it's going to be an incredible experience. Now, I didn't get paid to do that, but it was my gateway into other speeches. Here's all the ways that you can use free showcases. One, it allows you to Get your performance, your education, your mission out into the world so that other people can book you for their events. Two, it gives you an opportunity to get photographed. And in your marketing materials, you're going to need good photographs. So one of the things that you could say is, you know, I don't normally give free speeches, so I would like to waive my speech in exchange for a really professional photographer taking pictures of me that then I can use the rights to those pictures. Getting video of yourself speaking. Back in the day, we used VCR tapes, but nowadays everything's digitized. But getting digital video of you speaking with high-quality audio so that the microphone is clipped to you and goes directly into the camera source. You want high-quality video, photographs, incredible testimonials. So the person that brought you in to deliver your showcase, get them to write a testimonial letter. You want to get testimonials from people that heard you in the audience that day. Another thing you can do is build your list. If you can collect cards, like business cards from people in your audience, and put them on your email list, or tell people about your podcast, or your social media, or maybe you can even sell something at this event if you get permission in advance. There's so many different ways to use free speeches to get more future business. You can also use free speeches as an opportunity, as a showcase, to event planners at other events. So you contact them ahead of time and say, hey, I'm going to be in your area speaking at this conference. If you're interested in bringing me into your event, try me out here. Do a little audit. See if you like my style, my impact. You can invite people into your showcase as almost an audition to speak at their event. You can also use it as a way to get media. Contact local media and tell them that you're going to be speaking about this mission, this cause, whatever can catch their eye. And that's just a few ideas of ways that you can use free showcase opportunities to leverage yourself into future business. I've used it to even get coaching clients and therapy clients. It's not even direct relationship to speaking. What other multiple streams of income you have, it could potentially feed into those as well. But you got to be patient. They take time. I'll give you another example. I spoke at an event called Patau. I spoke at it three years ago. It was on the side of a mountain in California, Southern California, a beautiful resort. And I spoke at this event and I didn't get any direct business from it for three years. But just this week, I got a phone call from somebody saying, oh, we saw you speak at Patau and we would like to bring you into our company event. But we're going to be bringing in not just our people, but we're going to be bringing in 
people from many different other companies, from CMOs and CEOs from major corporations. Now, the tail on that, like the amount of time that it took from somebody seeing me to deciding to hire me was three years. This industry of speaking does not happen overnight. And I would love to tell you that you can just use a couple ideas and make tons of money right away. But that's not true. Some of these ideas will make you money, but it will make you money over time. You'll have to be patient. You'll have to be persistent. Because, like I said, that speech in Switzerland that I booked over $57,000 worth of business from, that took persistence. Knocking on the door, asking over and over, talking to different people, getting people to vouch for me. You have to be persistent. You have to be patient. You have to know that it's going to take time to get your inroads. This is why I don't recommend people just go right out and quit their day job to become a speaker. It takes time to develop a career in speaking. Let's shift gears here. You see, I've been thinking that my life has always gotten better when I've chosen to be peaceful instead of panicked. Now, that might sound like a no-brainer, but there's so many times in building a business, especially a speaking business, that you can get panicked that you're not going to make it. You can be panicked that something's going to go wrong. You can be panicked that you're not going to do a good job. But panic leads to more pain. Whenever I've been panicked, it's left me in a lot of problems and dealing with a lot of pain. This is why I want more peace. Because peace leads to productivity. I want to build a life where I'm peaceful. That means I need to slow down. If you're in a space right now of being panicked and you think that the best idea is to race around and do a thousand things at once, it's not going to work. If you're worried constantly and panicked that things are going to fall through, they're not going to happen for you, you're going to actually cause more problems and pain in your life. Another thing that I've been thinking about is I can't keep dealing with apathy You know, there are times in my life where I just kind of quit on myself, where I just think, is this really going to happen for me? And I get really apathetic, and I lose some drive. So any time I'm feeling apathy, I'm now interrupting myself and saying, you just need to take action, because you want action over apathy. You want peace over panic. I sent out a personalized video to my closest friends and I asked them to please hold me to peace when they see me in spaces of panic and hold me in action when they see me in a space of apathy and I want to do the same for you because it's very tempting to get worried it's very tempting to make decisions from a place of panic but you will regret them and it's very easy to get just lulled into the seductive trap of not caring, that space of apathy. And I do not want either panic or apathy in your life.
Lastly, the lucrative speaker tip here. I'm telling you, please take this and burn it into your memory. And that is, become obsessed with your calendar. What am I talking about? (laughs) I'm talking about whenever you have any appointment that has to do with any other human being, put it on your calendar. And you might think, that makes total sense, Sean. Why are you making a big deal of it? Because as a speaker and a business owner, your calendar is everything because it is your integrity. When you promise somebody you're going to hop on a webinar, be in a podcast, show up for a speech, be in an interview, be at a photo shoot, whatever it may be, anytime you get something that is connected to another human being, obviously you would want to do it for your personal life, but you definitely want to do it for your professional life because what you don't want to have happen is a double booking. This is an awful experience in business, especially in the business of professional speaking. Because as a speaker, you're going to have contracts. You're going to agree to be at a certain place at a certain time for a certain service for a large group of people or a very small group of very important people. And if you agree to be somewhere else for another group and you're contracted For that, you have yourself a massive dilemma. I am not proud to admit this, but the truth is, I've done it a few times. I have agreed to be at an appointment for a conversation about bringing me into an event at the same time as I was booked for a coaching call that I had to be on. I've double booked myself early in my career for interviews with the media and the worst experience happened about three and a half years ago I double booked myself for a speech I was supposed to be in Beverly Hills and in Mexico Puerto Vallarta specifically at the same exact time you want to make sure that that calendar is constantly updated if they make any changes to the event Because that's how I got double booked. I got booked from this one client about a year and a half before the event. Then about two months after they reached out to me, they changed the date. And I made the change on the contract, but I didn't make the change in the calendar. So when I went back and got another booking on that same date, I didn't think anything of it. Because I thought it was an open date. But the problem was it wasn't open. The contract on the first speech was moved to that second time when that second client wanted me. The only way that I bailed myself out was by continually pleading with the conference coordinator to get them to move my time back just enough that I could get on a commercial flight and fly all night to get between the two locations. But if they had not agreed to move my time so that I could fly commercial, I was prepared to lease a private plane and lose all the profit on my speeches to fly directly 
from a Beverly Hills airport <laughs> private little strip to a airport in Puerto Vallarta. I was willing to show the client that my mistake was my fault and therefore my responsibility to clean up. But all of that could have been avoided had I just been on top of my calendar. When the first client came back and said they wanted to change the date, I should have changed it on the contract and then immediately switched it on the calendar. I don't want that to happen to you. This is so important. If you want to continue learning from me and get uh, videos and content that I share nowhere else, then check out my Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash lucrative speaker. There I answer comments and I deal with people directly, giving them personal attention and lots of custom content that I release nowhere else. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure and subscribe to The Sean Stevenson Show on iTunes and leave a review of the podcast. For more information and further conversation, head on over to our Facebook group, Lucrative Speaker. I'm Sean Stevenson, your professional speaking guide. I'll catch you next time on The Sean Stevenson Show. You've got a message. Let's get it to millions.